You're listening to Radio Tab's Mobile Rolling. Presented by Garrard's Horse and Hound. Making shopping easier with their online store. The same extensive catalogue, the same keen prices online or over the phone. 1-800-060-896 or visit horseandhound.com.au. We're heading to Christchurch on mobile rolling to talk to racing or harness racing royalty uh, in New Zealand. Of course, the Purden family, uh, they've got their own Wikipedia pages, of course. Roy Purden, what a legend. Uh, very humble beginnings. Uh, he started training in the 70s. He passed only a couple of years ago, the 2nd of Feb 2022, but he won 21 New Zealand premierships. Roy Purden, of course, um, we're about to talk to Nathan Purden, but Nathan's dad, Mark, also a training legend. And... I was having a look at their, some of their horses this morning. We're going to get an update on a cooter with Nathan, but Adore Me, Amazing Dream, Auckland Reactor, Cruise, Bromac, Don't Stop Dreaming, Dream About Me, Blacks Are Fake, of course involved in that, that horse that won four Itadoms, Lazarus, Melwood Nike is unbeaten, Self Assured, Smolder, Spankham, The Fixer, Turn It Up, the list goes on and on. Young Rufus and Nathan Purden is with us. Good morning, Nathan. Good morning, Steve. Out of all those horses, which one have you got the soft spot for that you love the most? Uh, well, I had a lot to do with Adore Me all the way, all the way through her her uh, career. So, you know, she was probably a, a, quite a sentimental horse to me. Has she produced much on the track herself as a broodmare? Uh, well, she probably the first one was shaped up to be the best one. And uh, she had a bit of a knee injury. I think she had about 10 starts for nine wins in the second, if my memory serves me correct. Sweet On Me was her name. So... Um, she was she was just that sweet Lou's first um, first crop and yeah she she shaped up like she was going to be very special. I think the only time she got beat was Amazing Dream, which obviously went on to do amazing things too. So um, yeah, she's she was probably going to be the one, and then Darling Me's gone on and a relatively pretty good job too. Yeah, Nathan. Of course, we saw you in Queensland, didn't we, with that mare Amazing Dream a couple of seasons ago? Yes. Yeah, she was. A, just a top mare. She was uh, probably lacked a, a little bit of very high speed. Um, that when you get up to that open company, you probably need a little bit. But uh, you know, she made it up for for her toughness. She had a, a super world to win, and um, you know, sometimes you you drive it hard against the, the good horses, and, and she could still come across on top. So uh, no, she was she was very good. Just with your dad, how many thoroughbreds does he have in training at the moment? Uh, he's got four total. Okay, no, one of them's Captain Roy, obviously named after your granddad, Roy. Yes, yeah, he brought him out of the cracker sales. Um, he, uh, yeah, he's a nice, nice young, and he's probably just not a, a natural two-year-old. He's had a few starts now, posted a few times, but um, you know, I think he's he's going to head out in the, for the about a two-month spell and and come back as a three-year-old and. He uh, hopefully stepped up a little bit. Could yourself and your dad um, expand with the thoroughbreds in the seasons to come and get a bigger team? Uh, I don't think so. I mean, something um, unfortunate happened with the, with the standard bread industry. If it started going down, it's probably the only reason you'd, um, you'd try to switch codes. But um, no, I think it's something Dad's wanted to do for a long time and he's put all his soul focus through the standard breads all the way through and um, just a, another challenge and just something to to keep his uh, keep his mind ticking and, and try to work out something new, but um, no, I can't see it 
going uh, any bigger than what it is now. Nathan, no doubt you're going to have a very strong representation at your big meeting in April next year with the, the Greens, you know, the race by Greens on April 12. Leap to Fame may, may be running in that, a million dollars. And, of course, the, the trot race as well, worth half a million. You've got one of the leading contenders there in Oscar Bonanova. Yes, yeah, two great races that, uh, you know, for, uh, for New Zealand. It's, um, hopefully they can bring strong fields. They have in the part with a pacing one. Obviously had two runnings now, so... They've had um, strong fields in the past, so yeah, I'm sure if we can we can get a few of the Australians over, it makes for a really good race. So uh, yeah, hopefully we've got the got a few of the um, top contenders in it too. Yeah, tell me about Oscar Bonanova. Of course, we watched the the big win. He's expected to win, of course, at Invercargill uh, that feature meeting in recent weeks. But how good is he? Do you think Oscar Bonanova? Where does he sit with some of your better square gators, Nathan? Uh, well, he gets. Probably as, as undoing as he can get a little bit keen if he's out in front or, or has to sit parked. Um, that's probably his, his undoing of, of uh, um, getting up to the real elite type horses. But he certainly makes it up for, for his speed. He's, he's super fast. He's probably, um, I actually think he's, uh, since they started recording the sectionals, um, the horse's personal sectionals at Addington, he's the fastest pacer or trotter. Um, ever recorded around that track for the last 400 metres. So he is extremely fast. And, um, you know, if he gets a, if he's sort of within four or five lengths of, of just about any horse in Australasia, I think he'd go very close to picking anything up. Well, I mentioned April 12. When are we going to see him step out again, Oscar Bonanova? How many runs do you think he might have into that race? He's just taken over very quietly at a week off after in the cargo, and he's a, a Trot for him about the second of February, so he might contest that um, at this stage, and he'll keep him ticking over. And there's a couple of decent trots through through March, um, and then just go on to the Grins race. So he'd probably have three starts before the the big race up north. It'll be interesting how these measure up. You know, it's a bit hard for us to line up, isn't it? You know, likes of Just Believe and against the, the you know this Oscar Bonanova and quite a few other square gators there. Yeah, I think Just Believe certainly the benchmark. He's the way he won the Inter Dominions and um, and in Brisbane there, and to go over to Sweden and, and still put his best foot forward on the other side of the world, he's he's got to be, you know, he is something very special. So um, I think the rest of them have, have got something to prove, rather than uh, just believe have something to prove now. Oscar Bonanova is he seven now? Is he? Yes, he is. Has he had some just problems early days? Yes, right through his whole life, he's always had um, issues. Nothing, nothing that's set him back in a big way. But um, he he feels pretty much every joint that um, that you need to maintain and keep on top of, and that's pretty much why a lot of his races you'll see him spread out two or three weeks apart because um, he just needs time, two or three days after the run, to to get over it. Um, as far as nothing condition wise, it's just all structural that. Um, that he, his body just needs to to get over. So, um, yeah, he's uh, touch wood. This season's probably actually been his best as far as soundness goes, and um, you know, hopefully we can keep him going like this for a while longer. We hope so as well because we want to see him racing. That's Oscar Bodenova. Just in regards to last, uh, well, on the weekend, miserable conditions there. It was wet, and you had two um, big guns stepping out in Don't Stop Dreaming, who ended up winning that feature race in Auckland. And, of course, Akuta was third. Can you take us through what you thought of Akuta, first of all? 
Uh, his run was, was really good. He, he missed a lot of work. Uh, he had a week off after New Zealand Cup week. Uh, his last race was on the on the Friday show day. He had a week off from there and um, and then sort of built back up to this race. He just had one trial, um, which probably he is a horse that holds a lot of conditions. So he was probably no more than 90% the other night and things off 30 metres um, in the wet conditions that it probably just took its toll over the last sort of 200 metres. But, oh, right. um, but I thought his run was good enough. Yeah, well, he's got this outstanding record, as we know, Akuta. So what's the plan? Obviously, he's heading towards the race by Grins. Is that correct? Yes, we'll probably bring him this um, go to a race like the Ballarat Cup and then the, onto the Hunter Cup, just in the time frame that he's really got nothing in New Zealand just over the next sort of six weeks. Um, and then... You just we just lost you momentarily. You're saying possibly Ballarat Cup. What date is that, Nathan? All right, we just uh, lost him. Not sure if you can still hear me, Nathan. Uh, you still there, mate? Yep. I oh, still no worries. There. We just lost you. You were just saying, uh, what's the date of his next run, Akuta, at this stage? I'll be on the twentieth at Ballarat, the Ballarat Cup, twentieth uh, of this month, and then on to the the Hunter Cup is the 3rd of February. Would you consider a Miracle Mile with him? Uh, potentially. There, there is quite a lot of money on offer in, in Auckland around that similar time. Um, so, yeah, potentially. It, it might favour more so the other horse, so Don't Stop Dreaming. Um, he, Akuda's quite a, quite a rolling type and he goes, he probably is better suited over a, a longer trip rather than a mile. And Don't Stop Dreaming was brilliant in that race where Akuda ran third the other night in those wet conditions, sprinted brilliantly. Yes, yeah, he's a great horse. He's, he, uh, he he was always going to measure up with the other ones. We felt all the way through he's been a quite a special horse and he's got a lot of strings to his bow. He's, he can leave the gate really strong and uh, yeah, he can, he can sit parked or he can come with one run. He's very fast too, so um, he's got the whole package and you know, I'm sure moving forward he's he's going to do a, a big job. And he's so young and he's got so much to offer, hasn't he, if he stays sound in the future? Yes, that's right. Yeah, he's, uh, he, he's probably, you know, Akuta's sort of been there and done it and he's he's done such a, a great job being 12 months ahead of the other guy. But, uh, you know, the way this Don't Stop Dreaming is going, he's, he's probably could do sort of a, a very similar job to, uh, to what Akuta's done. Yeah, well, he's only had 16 starts, 12 wins. He's a three-year-old, of course, isn't he? Yes, yeah, well, he's just, just turned four. But, yeah, no, he's, um, he, he's got a lot ahead of him, and he's been so well managed up to date. He's, as you say, he's only had 16 starts. So, uh, you know, if, uh, if everything stays sound with him and um, goes well, I'm sure that he, there's no reason he couldn't be racing for the next two or three years at least. Well, you mentioned April 12, the big meeting in New Zealand, that Grins meeting. So what will he, when will he run again? Don't stop dreaming. We'll probably look at just the way he went the other night. Um, he probably wasn't much more advanced than, than what Akuda was. So uh, he's probably one that will go to, to Australia too. And whether he goes to a race like the Ballarat Cup, we'll just, we'll, we'll just have to wait and see. But uh, He'll definitely have a shot at the Bonanza and, and hopefully that might qualify him for the Chariots of Fire. What date is that Bonanza? Uh, same though as the Hunter Cup, the 3rd of 
Third of Feb. Yeah, of course, the Southern Stars on that night as well. Are you going to have any representation there? Well, we're thinking about bringing Oscar over there, but uh, we'll probably just with his, with the little niggly issues that he's got and stuff, he's probably not the right horse to travel with and um, get away from home. And he's sort of he's got another couple of hundred and two hundred thousand dollar races here, around about the same time. So um, we'll, we'll probably just leave him at home. Just with the Cooter, just he's run two ago. I noticed out of the straight the first time or thereabouts, he he seemed to bobble and lost focus there, and he he put in a few rough ones. What happened there, Nathan? Yeah, well, Dad actually thought he was, um, he, he couldn't actually see. He said it, he doesn't usually get a knee or anything, but whether it was the fact he just hung a little bit just for two or three strides, he, he got in uh, and he and he kind of had to check him a, a bit more than what he wanted to. He said maybe it was just the fact of, of doing that that made him lose balance a wee bit. But, um, yeah, it's certainly very uncharacteristic of him. And you end up winning that race. Sakuda was second. That was the group one back mid-November with self-assured. So that brings me to him. What's he up to? Uh, he's going to go to Auckland. There's a, a Founders Cup for him at the start of February, so uh, he just had a week off after in Chicago also, and um, yeah, he's working back up now. But he seems really good in himself. He's probably always struggled around about this time of the year, the last sort of couple of months. Um, in Canterbury, he's always battled with allergies um, this time, and he gets quite a high heart rate. So um, getting up, up to the North Island, he, he seems to... Um, seems to thrive on being up there in a bit of a warmer climate too. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I think uh, there's no reason he shouldn't be able to have a, a good um, sort of three or four months up in Auckland. And what about Millwood Nike? I was so disappointed to hear she's just had a little bit of a setback. I'll get you to elaborate on that, but it's extraordinary, this winning record. What is it up to now with her? Uh, she's 17 in a row. She's, um, yeah, extremely special. Oh, you're not wrong. And, and a lot of the the wins she's done at the tough way, I dare say her last win in December was one of her best, where she, she went around early in the death seat and she just pulled out all stops to, to get those leaders down. Yeah, she's. Uh, you sort of don't really like comparing her to uh, to the other great ones that we've had in the past, but um, you know, she is, she's got to be every bit as good as, as what's come through this barn on the Philly side, that's for sure. Wow. So what's the setback, and when do we see her again? Millwood Nike, of course. She's by Captain Treacherous. Is she five now? Uh, she's just turned four, so she's um, she's still got quite a lot ahead of her, um, if, if everything stays, stays right and sound with her. But uh, she actually just... The, the injury happened out in the paddock. She trained that morning, and, and she worked really good, uh, put her out in the paddock, and then brought her in. And, and there was only the fact there's a little bit of filling on the inside of one of the of the near front leg, and uh, we got it scanned straight away just because you know, we take take no chances. And um, she wasn't even sore on on it at all when you trod her up or um, or anything. So yeah, that was that was really heartbreaking. She was just found that there was a small tear uh, on that near front tendon. Um, so yeah, it's a, it's going to be a long process to to get her back, but um, we'll give her a chance and. Just hope and pray that she can get back to full potential. Now, gee, if even if she doesn't race, she's an extremely valuable mare, isn't she? Yes, I'm sure she's. Um, she's. I'd hate to know what she's worth, but yeah, she's. She's didn't really have much left to prove apart from getting against the open class boys um, down these in these open free for all ranks. Captain Treacherous, of course, he just just about saw he embedded the lighter, just the gun size that we hear a lot about at the moment. 
yeah, yeah. Captain Treacherous has, has really probably come at, at the right time for us because uh, you know we've had a lot of the the staying type of horses, uh, the stallions come through, and you know Better Light's done such a phenomenal job, and I, I think you know, that seems to be. Um, the same cross as Moo Nike, the Captain Treacherous out of a bit of slight mare. So uh, it seems to be the, the new cross that's coming through, I believe, and um, you know, it just injects that bit more speed into them rather than just having the older stallions that we've had previously. Even uh, that, when, uh, gee, that must have been a thrill for young Olivia Thornley connected to the stable to drive Millwood Nike there back in October because she, she was a really cool head. I mean, she just sat there. She knew that, that she was going to win, but she waited a while, didn't she, before she went for her? Yeah, yeah, she gets a lot of people nervous, that's for sure. But no, <laughs> She's a uh, cold driver. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's uh, she's done a great job for the barn love. She's, um, she's driving really good and... She's uh, she's had a lot of great results for us in the past and, and continues to do so too. So um, yeah, it was great to for her to drive a, a filly like that and um, and you know, the owners to to give her that opportunity too. And it's something I'm sure she'll never forget. I was looking at your stats this morning. Something you must be very proud of with your dad. You had 264 runners in 2023 for 79 winners, 47 seconds and 40 thirds. Horses almost amassed three million dollars in stakes. Yeah, it's probably not something to really sit back and reflect on this year. But um, yeah, it's been we have got a great team around us, and we're a super team of of horses. And very fortunate with the owners that that have supported that me coming on board and um, you know doing our doing our best to keep the the level as high as what it has been in the past. So. Um, no, it's uh, things are going great, and hopefully this season we can keep it up. Nathan, it's like when I interview some of the leading thoroughbred trainers. Sometimes you just forget some of their good horses. Uh, to ask, is there anything I've missed this morning? What are some of the other big names or well, you know, well-performed horses we're going to see in some of these big races upcoming in 2024? Uh, there's probably not too many. That's a few nice two-year-old Chase the Dream. He he won the size stakes final. He's a, a two-year-old colt. He's um, he's a great for what he's done so far. You can't knock him at all. He's been been a great two-year-old, and um, and you know, sort of probably two or three of us are not too far behind. We walk by faith. Um, I actually purchased him in Sydney and brought him back with me. He he won the Grand Prix day. Um, the group won on, on Grand Prix day, so that was probably a, a, a quite a special um, time for me. The fact that, that I picked him out over there and brought him back, so um, yeah, just uh, probably more so the T-Rolls, but you had got most of them pretty covered. All right, well, the horse you sound really excited about and deservedly star is uh, Don't Stop Dreaming, the four year old, as you said, just turned four year old, of course, by Better's Delight. And uh, he's uh, a family member, is he connected with the family? Um, is he married to your auntie, is, is he, um, Tony Hurley? Yes, yes, he is. Okay, no, he drove the horse the other night. Yes, yeah, he's uh, oh, he's, he's been a, one of the best drivers, if not the best driver for for a long time uh, in New Zealand. So, yeah, he's um, he handled them very well, and he when he come off, he's he had an extremely high opinion that uh, he's going to go go a long way. So, um, yeah, it's very comforting to hear someone like him give him that sort of praise. All right, we're going to pick them up from about the 500. The horse is in the one out, one back. Don't stop dreaming. This is New Year's Eve. Thanks for joining us, Nathan. I really appreciate it. No worries at all.
Nathan Purden joining us. Challenge Bark for the HR Fiskin passing lane. Don't stop dreaming. 1-1 back straight quarter. 28.7. Further back is simply Sam and Cos I can. Top of the lane for the Franklin Cup of 2023. And the leader Old Town Road. Akuta's a half a length away. Then Bark. Don't stop dreaming. Old Town Road. Akuta's called on. Don't stop dreaming. The three-year-old hitting the hopple strongly. Old Town Road. Don't stop dreaming in Hurley though. Don't stop dreaming in this fantastic three-year-old he'll drive away for the franklin cup don't stop dreaming we'll beat old town road akuta third then bark simply sam cos i can yes it's a boutique operation i dare say there's not too many slow horses in the stable or if there is they don't last too long at mark and nathan's purden's establishment there in christchurch